What's up, y'all? My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. This is episode 78 of the Nine. Bible. <laughs> 79? 79? Of the Bobo Foons <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Right off the bat. 79. 79 it is. It doesn't matter what I say. You guys can read it. That's true. Yeah, it's on their thing. Yeah, yeah. You're fine. Yeah, that doesn't matter. That's why we didn't stop it. <laughs> I'm not going to stop it. Um, we got some We got some uh, housekeeping. We got some dead wood to clean up. Yeah. So one, kudos to my wife. Yeah. I talk about her every... She, she's, she is, she's our quality control manager is what she is. So... If you were, if you listen, there's about 15 of you that listen to this. <laughs> I mean, there's more than that, but 15 that listen to this early on Thursday morning. Yes. Like by eight o'clock, we have 13, 14, 15 people. Uh, oh, the early, early crowd. Sorry. If you want to go back, listen to it again. I doubt you guys finished it. Because uh, I put Chris's. Just my raw, raw audio. audio. So he sends me his audio from his computer. I have mine, and we sync them up, and then I put it out and go episode seventy eight. Here we go. Um, I grabbed his audio and uploaded it first, and so Mary Beth went for a run, or she was doing something that morning, and she called me and goes, "Hey, you know that I only hear Chris, and you're like barely in the background." I'm like, "What are you doing?" So I listen to it. You hear the clap. The clap. You hear everything. Setup. I freak out, so I'm over here like trying to upload new, and I'm over here chatting with a rep from our company that we use and they're like it could take two or three days and i was like no <laughs> pull it pull the episode uh, yeah so i asked like should i just delete the whole episode and they go no upload the new file and i think within like 15 20 yeah. minutes it was fixed because i checked when it. i checked it like not long after that it was already correct. it was fixed yeah, yeah. so now <laughs> my wife asked a great question she goes do you not listen to these before you put them out and I'm like, no, we lived it. <laughs> I'm right here. It's like a day. It's less than 24 hours. Like typically we sit here and we record it. You mess with the audio. I get the post ready, the post yeah. ready and we're it, done. And then it's done within, you know, a matter of yeah, 15, what, 20 minutes. Within right after this, it's done. And I'm like, I don't listen to it. I just grabbed at. So now to know, don't put those files <laughs> next, next to, to each, each other. other. <laughs> I will go ahead and move your file and I'll have that one. So. Yeah, my bad. So, guys, we've had the little me over here talking about February has four Mondays and Sunday. Yeah, it always does. Uh, <laughs> so that's a dummy on me. I did the wrong one. Who knows what's going to happen this time? I said 79 or 8 in the 79, but that's not a big deal. Yeah, nobody cares. Nothing is really a big deal. That's so true. And it, 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 going from today's podcast, did it really happen? Oh, boy. Is this episode seventy eight? Is or this? Or we just did seventy eight actually exist? Yeah, we don't know. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Not about that one. It did exist. Go back and listen to it. It was great. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, we got a new. It's time for a Bible buffoon's global update. We got France. Come on. bonjour, bonjour, welcome. I took. Bienvenue. I don't know. I took French in college. You did? I did. I did two years of Spanish in high school. I know nothing. Nice. I need to go back and do Spanish. I go to Honduras every once in a while. It'd be good to have a little under your belt. But but you know what? I, you know what is universal? What? Fart noises. Oh. 
Everybody gets that. Everyone gets it and laughs at it. You know, you go to orphanage, you play with kids, you can't speak to them. You just make some like high fives and like little slap game. You know, yeah. your hands universal. Love that. So I get soccer's universal. Mm-hmm. Football. Football. So I don't need to know. Bar banyo. Ba- Bathroom. Yeah, that's yeah. the only thing I really need to know. That's true. <laughs> but sometimes you're out there in Honduras and, and they're like, yeah, everywhere. Just go behind there. I took I took French in high school because that's where all the cute girls yeah. were taken. Uh, and similarly, I don't recall very much of it. So when I went to college, I said you have to have. When I went to Western Kentucky, that was their that was their deal. You have to have one foreign language. Nice. MTSU, you don't. Hmm. But I did that Western when I was there for a year. So I was like, I'll take France. They they just want the cultured people at Western Kentucky. Mm-hmm. That's that's the definition of Bowling Green. Um, <laughs> but didn't learn anything. Basically, you had a partner different partners throughout the year and it was like you have to have a conversation with them but you can write it down and i just memorize <laughs> bonjour uh, and just that right there our teacher she was from france nice she'd been here forever though yeah and she loved american pop culture really yeah like people magazine and like movie stars so she would go off on that we would like in french <laughs> no we would all have like our own little like hey we don't really want to do class today. Can we talk about, can we get her off the subject? So we talk about that and then we just ask her a bunch of questions. What you guys do this. Yeah. We just, and then the whole 50 minutes is her just talking about growing up in France. And we're like, <laughs> cool. We didn't do it. She's like, Oh, we'll do the work next week. I'm like, sweet. It worked. <laughs> it worked. Maybe that's why we didn't learn anything. Snakey, snakey. That's great. Anyways. Welcome. Welcome. Glad to, to have you here. France. We're glad you're here. Um. Yeah, a lot going on. Storms tomorrow. If you listen to this in the Birmingham area, be careful. We both have truck beds full of stuff that we have to get out before the rain comes. Yes. Our church, we do a mission trip to Honduras every year. Mm-hmm. Almost. The past few years we did not. But uh, we do a big churchyard sale. And boy, is it big. I mean, we almost raise about 10K every year from yeah. the church. It's a one-day yard sale. Somehow when I took this role... I was in charge of the mission trip and the yard sale. Yeah. I don't know why, because the mission trip is not a team trip. It's a church wide. Right. If you're listening to this and you go to our church and if you are, uh, uh, a, um, if you're higher up in, uh, a, uh, <laughs> leadership role at our church is what I'm going to say. Shouldn't the missions committee be over this? You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> Your leadership. So I was asking you, shouldn't leadership, I don't mind doing it, but it's, Every weekend I'm doing, so we have yard sales yeah. and a lot of people bring stuff. We have stuff from our house we need to bring. We get a lot of, co- we already have a list. Can you come pick up this? And our trailer got stolen. And then our trailer got stolen. We're not going to buy a new one because they said, well, we only use it one month out of the year and that's a yard sale. Like, exactly. I need it now. <laughs> um, we go pick up a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Fun. But yeah, we both have toys and things in the back of our car. That we need to get rid of. Lots of stuff. I got some good stuff. Now the two weed eaters. I saw that. <laughs> now the now the plus thing for me being in charge of this that I do majority of the pickups and I'm here all the time. So we price every single item. That's what takes the longest. We have to price every yeah. single, except for books and CDs. There's certain things we don't price. We just put a number on the box. We just put no. Uh, we just put a number out and saying, hey, any book is twenty five cents or a yeah. dollar or whatever. But we get some good stuff. My house is. 
a lot furnished with our <laughs> dining room table, chairs, yeah. rugs, you uh, some bikes, uh, I'm beds. I'm currently sitting next to a life-size oh. statue of an eagle that came from the- We have had an eagle that's been sitting in my office. Weighs about 300 pounds. And that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> it, it, it might be 200 pounds. Yeah, it's very heavy. Brass, I think it is. It's beautiful. It's very intimidating. It just stares. This at me. belongs in a like lobby of a uh, orthodontist. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it belongs somewhere like Auburn. Yeah. I mean, it's an eagle, yeah. and no one bought it. We tried to get fifteen hundred dollars for it. Yeah. And it's been sitting here. We did this last summer, so we've done quick. Since we didn't go on the trip last year, we yeah. we pushed the yard sale. It's been sitting here forever. I'm kind of sad. But I'm ready for that to get out of my office. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a nice feature. It just sits there. It has a bandana on it. My <laughs> kids like to put glasses on it and do things. Yeah. Usually where you sit is where the interns sit. And I usually face it to where it's just this mean looking eagle <laughs> just staring you down. Over a year, or almost a year, I haven't named them. So maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Um, anyways, yard sale stuff. We got to get going. But if you're here, if you're in Birmingham on Thursday, listen to this. There's there's supposed to be bad weather today, so be aware. Weather aware. Weather aware. Respect the polygon. Absolutely. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get those suspenders out in that red tie and you gotta You know what's you know what's up. Are your kids afraid of tornadoes? Slightly. Jack is Jack is learning about death. Oh. Flying to Disney. What if the plane crashes? Well, we're gonna die. That's it, buddy. Yeah. Well, what what happened? Well, it's it's not going to, but what if? And we had a tornado warning a week or two ago. Yep. And we're at home and watching TV, and Jack's like almost crying. Like, well, are we going to die to a tornado? I'm like, no, buddy, we're fine. It lasted 15 minutes. Yeah. No tornado happened, but so part of living in Alabama. So we're trying to not say the T word around yes. our five year old tomorrow. Everything's fine. Like, yeah, everything's fine. I mean, it's not for some people. That's right. We had a member here mm-hmm. who's, this is back 12. Yeah. Was it 12, I think it was, totaled their house. Yep. 100% totaled their house. The blanks, if you're listening. Pete, yep. what's up, buddy? Sorry, Pete. Uh, sorry, Pete. But, yeah, so it does happen. Um, not as much as North Alabama, though. Yes. They get it. I feel like I feel like the, the rocky terrain of, of Birmingham Stops it helps a us bit. a little yeah. bit. It does. Not, al- not, not always. It, it'll, it'll jump up there. And but. there's a lot of houses down here that have basements. Yeah. Which ours does. So we can get down there. We tell Jack and... We put on the hunker down. We put on the baseball helmet and we go down the basement. There you go. Which doesn't help. Yeah. Um, any bit. All right. Anyways, I think we got a fun one today. I Maybe so. you'll learn something. Uh, it might be, might be an aha moment for. It might be an aha moment. You're exactly right. Um, we're going to talk about the Mandela effect. I ran across an article a while ago and I sent it to you. I love this idea of the Mandela effect. Yes. If you don't know what it is, it's basically a group of people, not just a specific, but just groups in general, a mass of people that believe one thing has happened a certain way. And then they realize, oh, it didn't quite happen the way it is. So it came out with the Mandela effect because there are a lot of people that swore that Nelson Mandela died in the 80s. Yeah. And they're like, I remember it. It was they a sad re- day. They remember it My family, very distinctly. yes, like yes. this, and like this is not like two people. This is enough where there's a whole effect named after there's Mandela. A, a, yeah, <laughs> that enough people were like, this happened. He died in 
2018, right? 13, 13, 13. But in the 80s, they're like, no, he died. Yeah. And so it's this thing of like, oh, I always thought it was this and it wasn't. Yeah. So we have a few other, I mean, there's some, I don't, we don't have it pulled up on our computers, but there's a few. It's like, is it Jiffy peanut butter or is it Jif peanut butter? Yeah. People will swear that it's Jiffy. It's Jif. It's always been Jif. Do you know why? So I read something on that one. Tell me. Because there is peanut butter, I think, called Skippy. There is Skippy. So I think that they put they Skippy, merged. Jiffy. Oh, yeah, those are two. No, it's Jif. Yeah. It's... Choosy moms choose Jif. Ooh. There you go. There we go. Uh, my my choosy wife chooses all-natural peanut butter. Nice. You got to stir it up? It's oily gross. <laughs> it is a nasty... When you get to the bottom, it is the thick... It's, it's thick, like thick. it's like concrete. It's, it's peanut paste. I'm like, how can I spread this? <laughs> I can't. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's that. There's um, uh, one of my favorites, Luke, I Am Your Father. Yeah. That may be one of the most famous. Yeah. He never says it. Never says it in the movie. He says, no, I am your father. Yes. <clears throat> Whoa, he never said, Luke, I'm your father. <laughs> like things that you think, all right, there's a few more we can go over. Um, uh, everybody knows the beloved children's book series, the the Berenstein Bears. Yeah, Berenstein Bears. And many people will swear that the last part of the name is spelled S T E I N Berenstein. Yeah. It's, it's spelled S T A I N. What? Stain. It looks like it's Berenstain bears, but that's what it is. I've got the kids have a couple. I confirmed. You confirmed. I confirmed. It's also hard online because you see some people like any, any good conspiracy theory, you can go down a rabbit hole on both ends. Yes. One of the classic ones yes. is that there is a movie with the beloved Shaquille O'Neal. No, Sinbad. No, no, no. Wait. There's a beloved with Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. Okay. I can't remember. Called Shazam. Is it called Shazam or yes. is it called Kazam? I don't know. I think it's called Shazam. Where it's He is a genie. If you remember back in the day, Shaq did movies. He yes. did a movie called Blue Chip. Yes. It was a good basketball movie. And he did this movie. But people swear that Sinbad is in a movie called like Kazam right? or something that's very similar to yeah. it. You can go down a rabbit hole guys because there, people online are like, no, here's it, clips from the movie. Yeah. But I'm also like, I have an app on my phone where I made you look like you were Forrest Gump. Yeah. Or the guy or Mel Gibson from the Patriot or Mel Gibson from the Patriot. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, that looks pretty good. Yeah. People can do that online. With that's right. I, so I, I, I don't know about that one. That's going to be a question mark. Yeah. There may be, cause you know, I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a movie you find in a bin at Big Lots. Right. Like, that was not it out in theaters. It wasn't a blockbuster. <laughs> so maybe maybe Sinbad did a movie. But there's a lot of those yeah. where we think something is said or done a certain way, but it's not. But our brains, our collective brains has said, no, that's it. You hear enough people say it, you, you believe it to be true. So there's a ton. Yeah. We, I mean, you know, we found one that had like top 40 Mandela yeah. effects. We're not going to go through 40 of them, guys. <laughs> Have some fun on your lunch break today, tomorrow go through it and, yeah. and, and just look up some online. But we found out there's some Mandela effects with the Bible. That's right. Things that we think are said in the Bible or done in the Bible, quotes from the Bible. Happened in the Bible. Like, no, I'm going to quote this. And it's like, ah, that's not from the Bible. Now, these aren't bad things. Yeah. Some may be 100% wrong, <laughs> but there's some that are like, well, that sounds like it should be, but it's not. Right. So... This may be, if you're a deep theological, biblical scholar, you're going to be like, this is dumb. I know all these. I know <laughs> yeah. the Bible. Um, some of you, like us, <laughs> like me, that are like, oh, yeah, I think that would be in the Bible. Yeah. 
Um, or where do we get this from? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so we're going to go over a few of these. Yeah. Just for fun. Um, we hope you enjoy this. Uh, kind of go through this. One of the big ones. All yes. right. So we're just going to start off. Is there anything else that's no, to talk that's about? Good. That's All right. Here we go. Um, one of the first ones. Yes. That I don't know where it starts. I mean, it had to start with books and paintings. Absolutely. Right? That's in Genesis, Genesis three, Genesis, right? Is it the yeah, fall of Genesis man? Three, six, the fall of man. You got Adam and Eve. They're in the garden. They, Beautiful. they were told, do not eat from the tree of life. Do not eat from this. No that, tree of the knowledge of good. And tree evil. of the knowledge of good. And evil. Yes. That's, that's what it is. Sorry. Look, I'm already over here. Do my Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah, now, now people are going to go around. Saying <laughs> that. All 40 people that listen to this. Going to think that we're going to start a new effect, but, uh, we're like, great. But in everything that we see in pictures and kids books, uh-huh. all that stuff, Adam and Eve are eating an apple. Apple. It never says that it's an apple. It never. It just says fruit. It says fruit. We don't know what that fruit is. It might be a fruit we've never even heard of. Dragon fruit. Maybe. I mean, I've heard of it, but <laughs> <laughs> it would be really funny if I was like, yeah, something we never heard of, like dragon fruit. And you're like, that's a real thing. It might have been a tomato. That's a fruit. It could be a grape. <laughs> They had grapes back then. It could be. Right. It could be just a little bit great. That's right. I don't know how he's gonna share it. I don't know how she's gonna share it. But there's something really nice and dramatic about like uh, the picture of like an apple and like you crunch and there's like the it's the just beautiful fall yeah. of humanity. And it wouldn't look so good if it was. It's like an orange. You have to peel an orange. That takes like, a bit. <laughs> that takes a bit, right? I don't know how they ate oranges back then. They may have just might have just chomped right. Might have chomped it. down. Yeah, it's kind of. It's a little spicy. If you've eaten outside of an orange, it's spicy. It's not delicious. It's different. Our kids do it sometimes, and we're like, "Good luck, <laughs> fiber." Yeah, uh, but yeah. So it was never. So we had this idea of like, they ate an apple. We told kids that. Yeah. So I'm kind of big. I say kind of big. I, I, um, I kind of like to teach my kids like, what really happened. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so in this, it's like they ate the apple. No, but I, I, I guess for your five, you know. You know, your five-year-old brain, that's close enough. Yeah. You, you're you in the ballpark. You got a fruit. <laughs> like when we read about Noah. Yeah. I don't know why Noah is in every children's book. Yeah. It is the scariest. It's terrifying. The most dramatic almost thing that happens in the Bible. Yeah. The whole earth dies. Yeah. Except for one family and yeah. some animals. So we read this at kids, and I'm always like, and then there was a bunch of dead bodies floating. She's like, hey, no, you can't tell kids that. I'm like, think of it. It had to smell horrible. Yeah. You're over there on the ark. There's a bunch of dead bodies around. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but with the apple, I don't, I don't correct my kids and I don't correct my kids and teach them the whole thing yet of Noah. <laughs> Blow their minds. He'll be like, I don't understand this. Um, but yeah, so there's one right there. There you go. We got the, it wasn't an apple. It was a fruit. Yes. Is that a big issue theologically? Some of these we're going to get to some theological issues. Yeah. This, no, it's a fruit. An apple, orange, grape, dragon fruit. They what they weren't supposed to eat. I don't know what they grew back then. That's right. Well, it was in the garden. God can make whatever happen. That's absolutely true. It was true. a watermelon. Might have been. Watermelon tree. Yeah. They're like, we're going to do something different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about cutting that out. Like, you got to peel that. They're like, oh, that's going to take me a while. You've really had time to think about the wrong you were Or doing. a coconut? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know how you'd eat a coconut. That's a lot of work. Yeah, I don't like coconuts. Um, all right, so there we go. Next one. Number two is 
probably my favorite. And somebody alerted me to this misconception years ago. And I've always enjoyed pointing this out to people in, in that sort of annoying way that people will do. But the birth story of Jesus. Of our Lord and Savior. Should be something that we're all familiar with, right? We Especially talk about, we in the month of, of December. We push it. We do, we do Christmas plays and there's nativities everywhere. And you've got the shepherds and you're in the stable. And then what do we always include in this depiction of the birth of Jesus? You have Mary and Joseph and baby. Uh-huh. And you have the shepherds. Mm-hmm. And then you got to have the wise men. Right. Because they brought the treats. They brought the treats. They brought the goods. How many wise men were there? Three wise men. We don't know how many wise men there There's were. There's three gifts. There were three gifts. And the Bible never says that there were three wise men. All we know is that there's more than one. It says the Magi. So, so it could be two, could be 20. Right. But they only brought three gifts. That's right. But we don't know how many. And second, second deal with this is this did not occur at the nativity. <laughs> at the birth of Jesus. This happened much later. Yeah. Uh, when uh, they were already living in, in Bethlehem. They were They've already... in, in a home in Bethlehem. So. so this could have been months or maybe even a few years. Yeah. This may not have been exact. So a couple, couple there. But yeah. Hey. I keep singing your song about we three kings of Orient are, but they're probably more than three. Or maybe two. I don't know. Yeah, it could be two. Maybe we, three. The only thing we, we do that. know yes. is that there was three gifts. Gold. And it wasn't at the nativity. Gold, frankincense, myrrh. But it wasn't at the nativity. Yeah. So when you put out your precious moments nativity scene, I don't know if that's (laughs) (laughs) when you put out I don't know what those ones are called. Isn't it? I don't know what the precious. Those are those little Hallmark, yeah, little sweet baby, little looking, sweet little, little baby things. Little children. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe you have a precious moments nativity scene or you, whatever. Leave. Just put the wi- put the wise men to to the side like it's a different scene in the story. Mm-hmm. There you go. Make your own scene for them. That's right. Yeah. Build a little house. There you go. And then be like, look, this is them, but now this is. A little bit older Jesus and some gifts. <laughs> there you go. But hey, you're gonna sound smart next December if you if you remember this. And, and people and, are gonna and be you like, will. no, and there's gonna, three. And you're gonna be like, check it out. And you can whip out your Bible and show them. Point out their inconsistencies. Now, is this a theological that's what we're gonna go on now. Theologically, does that matter? I don't think so. Not one bit. <laughs> Not right. at all. We don't even know. The exact year that Jesus mm-hmm. was born, the time of year. That's we, right. It wasn't probably it probably wasn't in December. Yep. But there's a lot going on in that mm-hmm. too. So uh he wasn't born on December twenty fifth. Yeah. He, he we know he was born. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Celebrate it. Celebrate the birth all year round. Mm-hmm. Um so there you go. Anyways, there we go. Mandela effect. Love it. Can we have a new name for a biblical Mandela effect? The Wiseman effect. That's 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 it. And we just did it. The wise man fruit effect slash fruit. Okay. Next one's a good one too. We've got lots of kids songs. We have about 11 of these. About I don't think we're going to get through all of them. I don't think we're going to get through all of them. But we're going to go through some of these just because they're fun for us. Little little book in the Old Testament. Uh, prophet named Jonah. He's got a little, little four chapter story about uh, great. Prophet, prophet Jonah. The great. VBS. I'm sure you guys have done that before. Great, great little story. And, and what's the, what's the big, what's the big climax of the Jonah story? He, that he supposed to go to Nineveh uh-huh. and he goes, uh, uh-uh, God, Not I'm, doing it. I'm going that way. And he yep. gets in a boat and then there's a storm uh-huh. 
and the people in the boat are freaking out and Jonah wakes up and goes, this is my fault. My bad. I did this. Hey, you want the storm to stop? Kill me. Throw yeah. me over. Chunk me overboard. Chunk me over. It'll all be good. Yeah. But he sacrificed himself, or yep. at least he tried to. He, he knew he'd done it. And so he jumped in, and then a whale ate him. And then he lived, what, three days three in days the belly of a whale. That's right. And then the whale spit him back up, and then he goes, I think I'm going to go to Nineveh I'm going to head now. on over to Nineveh. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a whale. The whale, what? It, it wasn't an <laughs> eel. <laughs> the Bible does not say that he was swallowed by a whale. The Bible says that he was swallowed by a great fish. Which could be way worse than a whale. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the exact um, ocean animals of the day. We don't have a lot of those recorded for yeah. us. So I don't know. Hey, but I do know that there are grouper, you know, right now that are big enough that they can swallow sharks whole. Yeah. So hey, could have been a grouper. You never know. Hey, I turn most of my stuff, most of my knowledge comes from Dude Perfect because I have a five-year-old. Yeah. Watch a lot of Dude Perfect. They went grouper fishing. Yeah. And they were catching 300-pound groupers. There's some huge. And groups. that wasn't that deep. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have that, there's always a – so not too far from where your parents live. I mean, maybe 45 minutes, an hour <laughs> away. Nashville. Yeah. You got uh, Prissy Priest Dam. Yep. My grandma grew up on that exit. Yeah. We live a few exits down. Prisipris Dam is, a, there's a park there. It's kind of cool. It's a big deal. There's yeah. a lake on the other side because you have a dam. <laughs> there's a river on the other side. Yeah. But we have always been told that if you are on the lake side and you get by the dam, there was always talks about there are catfish the size of Volkswagens <laughs> down there. Like yeah. there are catfish bigger than your boat. I'm like, Say what? It's terrifying. And catfish will eat you up. Yeah. They got a big old mouse. <laughs> they'll eat anything. Yeah, they'll eat anything. Your fist, they'll eat anything, right? Yeah. They love to go noodle one. Uh so yeah, so it's not it's not necessarily a whale. Yeah. Now, our brain goes to what's the biggest thing we know. Yeah. We assume that he's in the belly of the whale, like he has like a three bedroom apartment. He's over here like hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might have been tight in there. Right. It yeah. Might have not been a great time. Yeah, I mean I don't think he was over here like doing laps and walking around going, Oh, this is cozy right it may, it may have been really tight so yeah. it may have been a grouper yeah or a fish unknown that's right so when your kid when your four-year-old says it was a whale you go you're wrong yeah theologically not a big deal not a big deal hey you know what else though uh when we tell the jonah story to kids we typically uh land that plane in at the end of chapter three there's another chapter. Jonah's got a chapter four that we don't share with the children. And it's a really, in, the, that is theologically important. Yeah. Uh, and uh, because Jonah, although he goes to Nineveh and preaches, you know, and, and they repent. Yeah. Jonah is very mad about this because that's why he didn't want to go in the first place. Because he didn't like them. He didn't like them. He wanted no. them to, to die and yeah. have God's punishment upon yeah. them. So, so check out chapter four of Jonah. You may not have even known that it existed. Yeah, he didn't just stop when he got spit out and go, all right, I'll go to Nineveh. He did it, but he was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. So that's, there you go. That's your homework. There you go. Go read chapter four. Next one's a good one. Okay. Money. You want to talk money, about money, money, money. What's up? We got a common saying. Oh, Chris, you know what we just forgot? What? He was so excited yesterday. Oh, man. Chris was so excited. We're not, I, I'll do it from now on. Are you going to for each one? I'll do it from now on. Yeah. Okay. 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 So money, 
it's common common saying uh, i guess it's a common saying amongst the christian community but you know probably has crept out into culture too we say money is the root of all evil that's, right you've heard of that that's biblical that's deep not in the Bible. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to have a little jingle for. for he had that these. yesterday, and he was so excited about that. And not we in just, the Bible. It's not in the Bible. The m- money is the root of all evil. Scripture does not say that. It's 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 a reference. Mm-hmm. I can find it in mine. It's a reference to First Timothy chapter six. Paul talked about verse ten, and although the the spirit of that may be sort of somewhat in line, okay. It's missing a few key parts of the phrases. What scripture says is that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. So, so we're missing love of mo- love and all kinds of evil. <clears throat> we just said money equals bad. Yes. And that's not true. That's not true. No. Now, can money be bad? Absolutely. Can money be great? Absolutely. Can money be godly? Absolutely. Absolutely. But we just tend to, to put that on there. Why do you think that? Is there another story in the Bible? Now, uh, you know, now I'll just throw this in there, but Jesus talks about yeah. you know it, it it it's hard for the oh. the rich to enter into the kingdom of God. He says it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. So clearly, there's now that's also one that we haven't discussed. Well, like what you know, what does that mean? Yeah, it's I don't think it's a needle. Oh, tell I, me. I think there's a part of a city that you go in that in these areas that was so small, like yeah. only a person can go in, not yeah. an animal. Yeah. Anyways. Interesting. But, you know. I may be totally wrong on that. but Jesus I'm, talks, I'm yeah. uh, you know, Brett actually just preached about this last week. And that's what Jesus I was going to say. Talk, yeah. talked about money. Uh, the only thing he talked about more than money was the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So money is a huge issue for people, possession, power, yeah. all this stuff. So don't hear us saying that you don't need to worry about money. It's yeah. fine. What the Bible says is that the love of money, the obsession with money, the pursuit of material gain can lead you down all kinds of bad paths. And that's absolutely true. He talks to the, is it the rich young ruler? Uh-huh. Talks to them. I've done everything, Jesus. I've done everything. What do you do? And he goes, sell everything you have and follow me. And it says that he went away sad. sad. Because what we can take from that is that, like, he's like, I'll do anything. I'll keep all these laws, but this is my money. Mm-hmm. I worked hard for this. I want to do what I want with this. Hey, I'll give you some. Yeah. Hey, I'll help out, but yeah. this is mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just kind of have that where the, the love of money. Um, but then you have people like Zacchaeus, who had a love of money, I would say, because he, he was a, a corrupt tax collector. Yep. But then met Jesus and was like, <clears throat> I'll give it all away. Give it all back. But the Bible does not say... Money is the root of all evil, the love of money. And I would say that's probably, I mean, that's probably the bigger one if we were to put a ranking system, but you can almost put the love of dot, dot, dot. Yep. If you put anything above above, your love for God and your love for other people, I will have no other gods before me. That's where you're going to get in trouble. That's where you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. So, so you, you may be sitting here going, I mean, I like money. I like to have it, but I don't, but is it? accolades fame status is that this, my driving that, force that yeah. may be so that may be the root of evil as well absolutely and yeah I'll, we know we know lots of folks that got a lot of money that are really really good godly people yeah so this is you know the money it, the money itself is not the problem and that's the point here yeah 
money is just, it's a tool. It's a it's, thing. It's a tool that God can use. It's a tool that mm-hmm. you can use. It's when you elevate that tool to a place of worship, yeah. you're in trouble. That's, yeah. the, that's the point. And you can do that with your hobbies, your kids, your mm-hmm. spouse, mm-hmm. your physique, your whatever it may be. You yeah. can be like, this is what drives you every day. Physique, I like that. Mm. Come on. Mm. <laughs> that is not what drives me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but um, yeah, so that's a good one. Yeah. The love of money. Money's root of all evil. Yeah. Not in the Bible. I like this next one. Okay. Jingle. Like, again, oh, com- we'll figure com- it out. Yeah. Common, uh, common thing that is thrown around in religious circles. This, this saying, cleanliness is next to godliness. Godliness. Not in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. So tons of Old Testament. If you stuff go to the Old Testament, there's a lot purity laws, ritual purity, cleanliness, all this stuff. It's it's clear that God was trying to set up some guardrails to keep people healthy. Yeah, and, so we got to think about it. It's not and, we don't, especially nowadays after COVID. Hey, you can't walk anywhere without a hand sanitizer pump station somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right, like it's everywhere. Once you go to Disney, there's a thousand of them and only about two of them have hand sanitizer in them. I found that out a few weeks ago. Yeah. I went so many times, so many idiots <laughs> where it's like, and you're like, oh, there's nothing in it. And then you watch the person behind you. And you're like, when be like, there's nothing in here, guys. You don't have to do it. But yeah, we have a lot of, because back then they didn't have the clean, uh, uh, they have a way to They didn't really understand clean science and like germs and all this stuff. That's all pretty. Now there was rules because we were, uh, Mark 7, we'll pull this out like, Ooh, oh, come on. Mark 7, you have the Pharisees talking to Jesus because you have his disciples eating. They didn't wash their hands. Right. And the Pharisees are like, that's the rule of the elders. Yeah. Jesus is like, okay, that's the elders. <laughs> yeah. My rules. This is different. Yeah. But, but, but we like to say that, I would say, Mainly you were told that when you were yes. a kid. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, that actual phrase, that teaching, that saying is not in Scripture. Lots of stuff about cleanliness and about, you know, how to take care of yourself. Because back then, it, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, not to get gross and weird. My wife's going to yell at me now. Uh, not, <laughs> But when women... They would be sent out, yeah, right. Certain times of the month, they would be sent out because like this is unclean. They couldn't eat certain foods. These foods are unclean. Couldn't touch dead bodies. You couldn't t- like, yes, there's you've got there, a sore on your arm, like all sorts of. There's stuff. There's a lot of if you have leprosy, like you get thrown away, you get cast out because it's like this is unclean and we don't know how to fix it or do anything about it. Right. Um, theological. This has probably more. I think this has more implication than. Is Jonah a whale? Wasn't it a whale or <laughs> yeah. a big fish? Right. Yeah. Well, I like I like what Jesus did with it. So in, okay. in in that confrontation with the Pharisees and and Mark, Jesus, as Jesus does, takes it to the real place. He yes. takes it to the next level, and he's like, "You guys are concerned with the looks of things, how things appear to be, following rituals. Uh-huh. I'm concerned with how clean you are on the inside. Yeah. I'm concerned with how pure you are on the inside. So, hey. Uh, spiritual cleanliness, yes. Spiritual purity is close to godliness. Again, that ain't in, that that exact phrasing isn't in the Bible, but no, yeah. that idea is definitely in the Bible. Oh yeah, because he talked about 
whitewashed tombs. Right. You, you know, you and guys look inside, good on the outside, but you're outside dead of a cup's on the inside. Clean, the inside's filthy. Right. Yeah. There's a, there's there's a lot of those. But to say you can't. Yeah. It is not like if you shower three times a day, wash your hands fifty times a day. Yeah. And you have clean clothes. And God like, loves you. <laughs> you are pretty godly. You're yeah. godly. Look like at you. look at you. You yeah. put some Axe body spray on. You smell clean. <laughs> right. Maybe that's the new one. Yeah. Maybe that's the new Axe body spray parable. Is close to godliness. No. <laughs> You know, Jesus saying whitewashed tombs. Our yeah. kids are like, whatever. It's like, yeah, but you smell like Axe body spray, but you're still dirty on the inside. Mm-hmm. Like, you may look and smell good. Yeah. You but may, we know what's up. But we know what's up. We know you haven't showered in three days. As uh, most as most teenagers do. Just a, just a side note. Scientist Francis Bacon, oh, Sir yeah, yeah. Francis Bacon. Six had, degrees of Sir Francis Bacon. Yes, exactly. He had a saying that was similar to this. But the modern quote that really we get this from, the cleanliness is next to godliness, originated from a John Wesley sermon. So go look that up if so, you want to check that out. Well, there you go. But not the Bible. <laughs> yeah. You, you say John Wesley like, oh, that's a well-known, but wrong. Yep. Next one. All right. Hit me. I like this one too. It's similar to that. Uh God works in mysterious ways. Mm. Not in the Bible. Ooh. See, but now look now, now this. Now my gears are turning. We we've talked uh, a lot on this podcast about the mystery. About the mystery of God. Mm-hmm. Do we believe that God works in mysterious ways? Absolutely we do. And Isaiah fifty five talks about that God's ways, God's will, God's way of viewing the world. I almost want to fun- sing a song. It's fundamentally different than the way we do. God's ways are different than our ways, but the actual line, God works in mysterious ways, is nowhere in Scripture. But do I believe that that's true? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. So we're not saying that these things are necessarily wrong or false. It's just that quote is not in Scripture. That's right. So here's something else that we have to go back. that I, I did some research on some of these, and some of these I pushed back on. This one was one of them. Okay. I'd like to get in my research because you're right. Right. So we actually took this. So this is not from us. This is from a Lifeway article. I don't know yeah. when it was written. 2018 maybe. Sure. I forget when the little buddy wrote it. I forget his name. Shout out to little buddy at Lifeway uh, who did this. But there's a bunch of articles like these two online you can find. But he, uh, I would read some of these and go, wait a minute. If, you, if you're curious, Justin calls everybody he, he, doesn't want to say their name little buddy (laughs) anybody can be little buddy that's that's very true (laughs) that was just that was just an aside sorry people here in the office i'm like hey little buddy be about 12 and they're like somebody for justin's gonna be about which which little buddy yeah i got a lot of little buddies uh people that yeah anyways um what i say is what i found is you get into the area of different translations of the bible so there's some of these that are like actually if you were to get the newer, I don't know. Again, you have that weird Bible. What's your translation like? CSB. Yeah, that's. It's a good one. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> but like a lot of these, you'd probably go back to the King James Version or NIV. We're not talking the Message Bible over here, guys. We're talking kind of like literal translations, right? Of it, um, are just not there. Yeah, are just not there. Um. Oh, I forgot what we're talking about. The mystery. The mystery. So theologically, I think it's correct. Yep. God works in different ways that we can understand. You know, I was going to sing the song, your ways are higher than my way. Like I, we don't just let it rip. Nope. Nope. nope not going to happen. Uh, we just don't know. But I think that is kind of comforting though, for a Christian to know 
and we talk about the mystery as well. Like, I'm glad that there's something bigger that I don't understand. Absolutely. If, if I can grasp it all, then it ain't it ain't that great. Yeah. I'm not that smart, and if yeah. I can get my brain around it, I'm like, well, that's not that good. <laughs> but if it's bigger like this in God's ways and works, um, yes, theologically, it gets a check mark for me. Yes. In the Bible, not in it. Yep. In that exact phrase. That's right. Okay. And that's all we're saying. Yes. That's yeah, yeah, saying. yeah. Uh, we agree. We love the mystery. Absolutely. Bring it on. Embrace the mystery. Embrace the mystery. Next one's a good one and is is in line with that. This concept is ex- absolutely in the Bible. This, but the love, phrase. Love the sinner, hate the sin. Oh, that's a big one. Not in the <laughs> Bible. <laughs> so, clearly, you know, we see in the life and the ministry of Jesus that he speaks truth to people. Uh-huh. You know, he tells people when they're living in sin, he calls them to that. You know, we've we've mentioned one of those already. You know, you talk about the rich young ruler. Jesus looked into the heart of the rich young ruler and saw that he had idolized money uh-huh. and he calls that out in his life. But what does it say right before that? Sorry, I'm kind of shooting off the hip here. Come it on. Says, Jesus looked at him before he says this. He looked at him and he loved him. Yeah. Right? So Jesus is able to look at us with all of our faults and all of our messed up stuff and still love us tremendously and and probably hate the the evil and the brokenness mm-hmm. that's inside of us. So this concept is absolutely true. Just the phrase isn't in the Bible. Well, I mean, again, we'll do the same thing with like Zacchaeus, right? We say the yeah. same thing of like he knew what he was, but was like, I'm coming to your house. Yeah. And so, yeah, I... I Part of the part of the mystery, part of this is that God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, all them, uh, knows what we're supposed to be. Right. We're all supposed to. Hmm, this is me thinking on the fly. Kind of this. I think we are all supposed to fit some sort of mold. We're all different, but the bigger mold is human beings that. Number one, love is God. Mm-hmm. And then we strive every day to love God more, to love others more, to grow more deeply in a relationship with him. Every single person should fit that mold. Now, how that looks and plays out and what you do, that's all different. So I think Jesus, for him, he's like, no, I no, I know what you're supposed to be. Yeah, I hate that you're wrapped up in this, mm-hmm. but I still love you. Yeah, Think about it now. Does Jesus hate the sin. Yes. Does he love the sinner? Yes. He died for those sinners. He died for you. You're a sinner. And and Jesus still said, I am willing to die because I love you. Mm. I hate what you're wrapped up in, but I love you. Yep. But if you're trying to, if you're trying to quote that, <laughs> you're going to have trouble finding it. If you're at a flea market and you find a nice wooden sign that <laughs> has that painted on it, you want to hang that in your kitchen. <laughs> what a weird sign to hang in your kitchen. <laughs> you know what? That's probably it. <laughs> you walk in, it says, gather, live, love, laugh, <laughs> love the sinner, hate the sin. Yeah, yeah that's pretty yeah. <laughs> um, But So two clues as to where this phrase actually came from one is from the fifth century one of our of course uh church fathers augustine oh good old augustine uh, said with love for mankind and a hatred of sin so that's sort of a a a seed of that idea there for love love of people but a hatred of sin so there's a little bit of that is this also is this is this old benji franklin what 
No, is this not the okay? Never mind. Oh, no. Is that not this one? The second one is Gandhi. Oh, I was wrong. Gandhi, Gandhi is quoted to have said, "Hate the sin and not the sinner." So that's really close. So, but again, and he was Buddhist. Great. Oh, Hindu. Whoa, way off. He is a Hindu. Sorry, guys. Sorry. 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 Like half the world, <laughs> you just <laughs> made that. All right. Yeah. But um, but uh, loving people and and hating the brokenness in in this world theology. Is, is it checks out definitely and you know just to, to tie that up a little bit matthew uh, 5 sermon on the mount jesus's most well i don't know Je- one of jesus's most comprehensive teachings on the kingdom of god and how all mm-hmm. this is going to work says uh, in verse 43 you have heard that it was said love your neighbor and hate your enemy but i tell you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be children of your father in heaven for he causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous yeah so he says same thing if it's your enemy you hate that they hate you and their sin, but you need to love your. You don't have neighbor. to like what they do, but you have to love them if you're going to follow Jesus. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, that's big, big. Um, all right, as we wrap up, do you got one more that did you, you have like? One that we haven't hit yet. That you uh, want to do? I don't. I don't have it in front of me. You have all the paperwork. We've had printer issues this morning. Yeah, we did have. Printer and guys, issues. if you guys want to contribute to our computer fund, uh, <laughs> we can't have anything else up <laughs> running on our computer except for. Our software, our recording software, because we've had to record, re-record multiple podcasts because our computers Crash. decide to be like, we out. So we have to have printed notes over here, and you have those notes. Yes. Is there one more as we kind of wrap up? This might be a good one. Okay. Uh, God will not give you more oh. than you can handle. So, not in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> that phrase terminology is there. Yes. And this is one that you kind of have to wrestle with. I think that this is a part of the mystery and wrestle with this one as well. All right. So I think generally this comes from first Corinthians uh, chapter 10 in verse 13. It says no temptation has come upon you except what is common to humanity, but God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted. There we go. Beyond what you are able, but with the temptation, he will also provide a way out so that you will be able to bear it. Now, I think there's two different camps here. You have to really know and define your terms here. Yes. More than you can handle is not always temptation. Mm -hmm. He's here to help you with temptation. Yes. Not, uh, he is here to help you with everything in your life. And I will kind of put that there. God works in mysterious ways and he is everywhere and loving and this and that. We're also living a broken, fallen world. Absolutely. We all have free. uh, We can um, make decisions. We can make decisions and do what we want to. And everyone else can too. So you may be put in a pretty crummy situation. That is maybe no fault of your own. Maybe it's fault of your own, but we can't throw that verse in with all of those situations. Yeah. Right, so you get a flat tire, and then your boss yells at you, and then blah blah blah, all these things where you're like, "Man, this week is the most miserable week. Everything that's gone wrong has gone wrong." Right, your hot water heater went out. This happened. That happened. And you're like, "God, I can't handle." That's different than temptation. Right, right. I think uh, there there are two important points in this one for me, and I think this one's probably the most theologically significant one. That we've talked about. Okay, so, good. Let's so, end on so, this one. Yeah, it's good. So I'm, I'm glad that we're kind of landing here. Um, one is, I think that this phrase is fundamentally flawed. Listen to this. 
God will not give you more than you can handle. Two things here. One, I think we are constantly, if you're following Jesus, you're in situations that are too big for you. Yeah. And and you need God. As you should. Yes. Right? And what and and Paul says in that verse, it, it seems that God is oh, I want to be because my second point, I'm gonna clarify some of this. Okay, okay. I think we're gonna constantly be facing things that we can't handle on our own. Sickness, job problems, yes. money problems, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Relationships are that yep. put us in a position of needing God in a very real way and needing the community of people around us in a very real way. Um, so I, I don't buy that, that we're not going to get more that we personally can handle. I just don't agree with that in general. I think that happens all the time and that's why we need God Uh and we need each other. The second thing is this idea that God is giving you these temptations and that God is giving you this difficulty. I think that that can happen, but I think you nailed it, man. We live in a broken world. We live in a world that has separated itself from God by sin. Right. And so God is there to support and love and encourage and bring people through difficult times. And his name is going to be praised because of the way he moves and works. But I think it's a misconception to think that God is doling out, bad stuff <laughs> on you yeah. all the time for whatever or, or, reason, or right? <laughs> like bad things happen because this world is broken because world's bad yeah yeah well and, and god is in the business of restoration and mm, recreating yeah that's good what's going on around us well and it's not like god's up there and you have like this rating system and he's like i'm gonna give them this that is right on the edge of what they can handle. And it's going to be, so it really says if you're a strong person, God's going to give you more crap in your life. Right. <laughs> it's like, if you can't handle it, if you're, I don't want to say weak, but if you're a weak person, it's like, I can't handle a lot. I'm very fragile. Yeah. God's like, well, don't. I'm going I'm to take care. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No, it doesn't quite work that way. Yeah. Right. I feel like we tend to use this. Yes. And you already called this sickness, funerals. Yes. Um, it's something we throw out to make people who are going maybe through something uh-huh. hard feel better. Yes. Uh, and uh, you know what? I bet that this phrase has been said in this church building during yeah. sickness and funerals mm-hmm. and all these things. Like, hey, God's not going to give you more. That's 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 not in the Bible. Yeah. Um, it, it's more of, you know, God can handle. God's going to be there for you. God's going to walk you through whatever it is. is going on. And he's never going to see anything that's more than he can handle, which is nothing. Right. Right. That's the truth. Well, and, and that's what Paul's saying in Corinthians. And, and I think we have to define the definition of what does it mean to handle? Mm-hmm. We think that it's going to like disappear. Re- magically resolve. Yeah. Yeah. Like death is death. Right. Now Jesus has something to say about that on a bigger theological scale, but also just in his life, yeah. he's going to raise that girl. He's going to raise us. He's going to do that. He can handle that. But if you have a loved one that just died and God's like, you know what you can handle? That doesn't mean he's going to bring them back from life. Like yeah. I can't handle this. You need to fix it. No, yeah. but he can walk through you with peace and through relationships and through people for comfort and care. Yeah. And, there, and there's, and there's all that. Yeah. Um, the, the key, the key part of this verse to me, you know, it talks about no temptation, whatever it says, but God is faithful. It doesn't say, but you're strong enough. Just push it. Just yeah. tough it out. It says God is faithful. Like, Bad stuff's going to happen 
to you. But we love to. But God is faithful. God will be there. In the South, in the United States, we are pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Mm -hmm. You can do this. You're a self-made man, self-made woman. You get this. We like to say, I can handle and I can fix and get through anything that happens in my life. That's a flawed way of thinking because sure. that leaves no room for God to, for you to depend on him. Mm-hmm. And our entire life is dependent on God. That's and right. it should be. We should kneel down every day and it's like, I can't do this without you, God. Whatever mm-hmm. is going to happen, whatever mysteries are going to happen, it's all with you. Yep. Yeah. And so that's, that. don't, don't bless somebody with that. <laughs> don't, don't. Tell them God's faithful. God didn't yes. leave you. God is with yes. you. Like that's the truth. Yes. Tell them that. Well, I mean, that's Joshua. That's everywhere. Yeah. It's like Deuteronomy. That's, that's all over it. That's right. Like I will never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah. I'm always with you. Um, we forget that. Our vision gets clouded. We yes. look at our circumstances. We say, where's God? God has left me. The Psalms do that too. It's a very human oh, yeah. thing to be How long, oh something Lord, different, you, yeah. difficult, and and to wonder where God is. But it over and over and says, even if you don't feel it because of your limitedness, your limited vision, God is faithful. God's there. He's with you. Absolutely. I like that. That's a good one. It's a good ending there. Well, I didn't do this in the beginning. I meant to, but rate, review, subscribe, push some notifications. I don't know. All those push things. Push I don't know. Yeah. I hear, I, I just hear other podcasts say that. Yeah. I Turn on your push notifications. I don't, for our podcast, <laughs> Thursday at 4 a.m. You get an alarm, it, wake you if up. You need it, if, if you need that, go ahead. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, hey, we appreciate it. And if you have some other ones, guys, again, hit us up. Text us. See I dare, us. I dare you. I dare, I dare you. you. If you have a Mandela effect that you question oh. or one that really hits you where you're like, like Fruit Loops. Yeah. Is it spelled fruit or is it two O's? I know because I looked at the it's list. It's two O's. It's two O's. Oscar it's, Mayer Wiener. It's fruit loops. Oscar Mayer. E-R-A-R. Right. It's E-R, right? No, oh, it's wait. A-R. A-R. It's See? A-R. There you go. But if you know the song. How's M-E- the song go? I, I, all I remember is B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Yeah. No. My, oh, M-A-Y. A-R. A-R. Oh, his eyes just... Um, I've probably been singing that song wrong. That's okay. No one really cares. Um, but if you have one of those you like, or if you have something in the Bible, you're like, oh, this is one that is yeah. not in there, but I always thought this was true. Yeah. Um, hit us up. There you Love go. Love to do that. Well, hey, have a great Thursday. Be safe today if you're in the Beham area. Uh, be weather aware. Respect the polygon. Don't oh. be in your car with tornadoes. That's it. Be, have your safe place. Have your helmet ready. Have a plan. I'm over here, James, spanning James this up. James, spanning it up right now. What <laughs> is happening? I have a plan. Um, well, hey, guys. We'll catch you all next week. See you. Bye, friends.